0: and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Please join me as I share the body, mind and soul approach that helped me to lose over 150 pounds of weight after over 30 years of countless failed dieting, starting from age 9. I am a qualified nutritional therapist, low-carb expert, stress management consultant, sleep mindset, psychology of weight loss, holistic fertility, fasting and coaching. I'm also a writer, blogger and in a previous life I practiced as a qualified lawyer. Let's do this! Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Today I would like to talk about eating out in restaurants, and on holidays without screwing up your weight loss goals. And I want you to know that being on a low-carb diet plan is not a life sentence. It's not a prison sentence. I want you to have a full, happy, fulfilling life and not feel left out because you're trying to lose weight or change your health goals or change your lifestyle. I so want you to be out there living life and having a great time. I'm the biggest foodie ever and I just want you to be reassured that it's entirely possible to still go out wherever you want to go out with your family, your friends, your work colleagues or whomever you go out with without drawing unnecessary attention to yourself by announcing to everybody, hey, hey, look at me, I'm on a big diet and still allowing yourself to have fun enjoy your food, enjoy the company of going out without screwing your diet or your weight loss plan. So today I just wanna talk about 10 tips to eat out and still lose weight. And number one on my list is plan ahead. I'm not gonna pretend that it's always possible to eat low carb when you go out, but by planning ahead, You're planning to succeed. You're making it easier on yourself to be on your plan. And you're making it easier for yourself to eat things that will not screw up your weight loss. And choose restaurants carefully. Choose restaurants that have meat and chicken and seafood and salad and vegetable options. And be sure to look at their menus before you decide that's the restaurant you're going to go for. And if the menus are not published online, pick up the phone and call the restaurant and ask them to email the menus. And many times when I've had to do this, restaurants are always happy to do this, always happy to email you their menu or even if you're going to be in a hotel and there's no room service menu online, you can also call the hotel and say, hey, can you please email me your menu? And they're usually very happy to do this and they can talk you through the options and I would often scrutinize menus and decide what I would order even before I turn up. Of course there are times the menus have changed from the published options but you have a feeling by looking at the menu in in advance you know what you can and you can't eat. and you take your time if the menu has changed from what you looked online just take your time and choose very carefully just know that you are the client you are the guest and if you need to say to the waiter hey can you please explain what this meal is or how this is cooked or speak to the chef take your time just do what you know serves your health and your weight goals number two on my list drink your water have some still water or some sparkling water if you prefer And if everybody's drinking alcohol and you don't want to draw attention to yourself, you can even have some sparkling water in a wine glass. Nobody's going to be peering at your drink and saying, oh, is that water? Is that white wine? Is that what? You know, do you. And if you must have some alcohol, please remember that your alcohol tolerance may be lowered when you're in ketosis. Even if you're usually able to tolerate a lot of alcohol without getting Drunk, when you're burning fat and you drink the same amount of alcohol, you probably find your tolerance is so much lowered. You may get drunk much quicker when you're in ketosis, it goes straight to your head. Also, keep to low carb options such as champagne, red wine, white wine, and spirits if you must drink alcohol. And remember that alcohol can lower your resistance to staying in your lane. So if you're going to be drinking alcohol, order your food very, very carefully and don't let the alcohol lower your resistance and make you think, oh, sod it, I'm just going to have whatever I want to have. And number three, say no to the extras like bread and nuts and crisps and prawn crackers and any other freebies you've been offered before your meal arrives. Also. Enjoy the kick you get from just saying no to these things. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. You are doing great saying those no thank yous. If you're eating with other people who do not want bread, don't even have the bread basket on your table at all because basically what you're doing is dicing with temptation. You don't need the extra temptation. And there is something gratifying about knowing that you haven't even got that bread basket in front of you. You've said no and you're sticking to your no. There's no temptation to have a little bit. There's no temptation to go away from your plan. There's no temptation for somebody to say, oh, this one is really nice. Have a little, have a little, have a bite. A bite won't hurt. Hey, a bite can undo all your hard work. Like we've said so many times on this podcast. And number four. Do not be afraid to ask the restaurant to tailor your food according to your needs. This is all about you. You are the guest, you are the client, you are the customer, the customer is always right. For example, if you're at a steak restaurant and the ribeye comes with a portion of chips, ask the waiter to swap your chips for some salad or some vegetables. And usually, restaurants are very used to people wanting to swap and change things. Don't feel like you're being a nuisance by asking. You're not. Don't feel shy. Don't have that roast potato or or chips or mashed potato on your plate with your steak just because you're a bit too shy to say, hey, can you swap this with some dark green vegetables? No. Do what you know works for you as well. And even if you go somewhere like a noodle restaurant, what I've done so many times is I will order something I like, like beef ramen, but I will tell them in noodle houses not to include the noodles. And what they would usually do is chuck in extra vegetables or even a little bit more protein and no noodles. And you still get to enjoy the delicious food, the delicious broth, without having to navigate the big bad noodles also if you go to a burger place for instance most burger places will be very happy to offer you a bread free burger again just remember that right you can have the vegetables inside the burgers you can have the meat without having to have the carb heavy bread rolls shy about requesting to have your burger on its own without the bread rolls or even just with salad and you therefore have a perfectly tasty low carb meal with meat, veggies without the carb heavy bread number five it goes without saying that if you're on on a low carb plan as well as saying no to the bread you should also ditch the heavy carbs the grains and starches such as the pasta the noodles the rice the potatoes the cakes the sugary desserts again what do you want what is your why why are you doing this do you want the stop and start and stop and start and stop and start that means that it will take you forever to get your goal or do you just want to stay consistent and keep going and keep going and thereby getting to your goal much quicker. Also, again, no matter how good you are at low cabbing, or no matter how long you've been doing this, it's entirely possible that with that one cab heavy meal, might be something that kicks you off your lane. And then you end up spending days and weeks or even months trying to get back on your low carb lane just because you had dessert in a restaurant three and a half weeks ago. So don't dabble with the sugar rush. Don't dabble with the carb heavy load. Don't get complacent and think, yep, I can do whatever I want today because in my next meal, I'm going to be 100%. No matter how good you might think you are, complacency may just mean that you End up delaying and delaying your goal. So stay consistent and get the job done as quickly as possible. Number six, restaurants want to make money, and that's completely understandable. And the cheapest types of oil. Are industrialized vegetable and seed oils that make us ill, that cause inflammation, that cause water retention, and that cost us to gain weight. Also, they can sometimes reignite cravings for carb-heavy stuff. And again, in a future episode, we shall deep dive on vegetable and seed oils and why we should not be having this whenever we can avoid them. And if you're having something like steak, you can always ask your restaurant to please fry your steak in butter or some animal fat like lard or whatever animal fat they have or even to grill your steak instead of frying them in vegetable oils that will make you gain weight the next day. For sure, I know this may not always be possible but there is no harm in asking. Also, expect that your salad dressings may be lathered with these industrialized seed and vegetable oils. Instead of having salad dressings that you are not entirely sure what they're made of, you can ask the restaurant for some extra virgin olive oil or you can take a little travel bottle with you wherever you go. And put your own extra virgin olive oil to put on your salad or whatever else you're eating that might need a little bit of oil. Having said all that, I would also say don't worry about it too much. Don't sweat it just because you don't know what kind of oil is in your salad dressing. You still have to have a life. You still have to enjoy yourself without feeling like you have to be absolutely militant about everything you eat when you're eating outside remember that concept of good better and best and if you eat out once a week or so or once a month and the rest of the time you know exactly what is going into your food I wouldn't worry too much about that one time you don't know the oil the restaurants have used in frying your steak or in doing your salad dressing hey, you're doing great, keep going, keep going, keep going. Number seven, be careful with the sauces and gravies and condiments. Also, always remember that adding something like sugared ketchup to your steak, having ditched the chips is clearly a no-no. And if you're offered a pepper sauce, do not be afraid to say, please, what is in the ingredients, just to know if there are things there that you don't want to eat or even something like a béarnaise sauce which are usually okay because mostly contain fats but if you're in doubt just ask for some butter which will melt in the heat of your steak number eight okay this is a tough one dessert dessert is a tough one when you're on a low carb plan and dining out because most places are very unlikely to have some kind of low carb dessert lurking around just waiting for you to order. I very much appreciate that this is difficult. Always remember that we have spent a lifetime thinking that we must have dessert when we dine out because that is what we have always done. This podcast is about changing the status quo, trying to Not do what you've always done in the past and which haven't helped with all your life goals. So perhaps having eaten a healthy starter and a main meal, are you still hungry? Do you really want that dessert? Or have we all been conditioned into thinking that we must have a three-course meal? We must have dessert. And do you want to have it just because everybody else is having some? And if you want to have dessert, be creative about it. Maybe ask the restaurant for some strawberries or blueberries or any kind of berries if they have these available and enjoy these with some double cream. Or have a little cheese but be sure to say no to the cheese bread or cheese biscuits. I know this is difficult because again if everybody else is talking into their dessert and you're sitting there by yourself I don't want you to feel like you're missing out, but it's all about the mindset. It's all about thinking, do you really want to do this? Do you really want this dessert? Is this dessert going to reignite sugar craving? Is this dessert going to be something that then draws you back on your goal for weeks and days or months or even never get back on your low carb lane just because you had some dessert? And there are other things you can do as well. You can order some coffee with double cream or milk if you like and enjoy that coffee while other people are having their dessert. And if you don't wish to make your parties uncomfortable, if you're dining with lots of people who, if if you say you're not having dessert, you think everybody else might say the same thing and then you feel guilty because you feel like, Oh, you're making them not have what they want because they then get embarrassed and they say no um, and you don't want to be that person spoiling other people's fun because they want to have it they let them go ahead and have it so what I do sometimes is if the waiter is going around I'm just going to pretend I haven't made up my mind about what dessert that I'm going to have and everybody else can order and when it comes back to me You just say, oh, actually, I'm a little bit full. I'm just going to pass on the dessert and have some coffee instead. And that way, everybody else on your table, they get to do whatever they want to do. They get to order desserts if they want to have desserts without being influenced by you or you feeling bad that the fact that you said no meant that some people felt embarrassed and they said no. So again, know, it's a win-win. They have what they want and you have what you want. Another thing you can do also is when you're planning ahead what restaurants you're going to go to, you can call the restaurants and you can say, I'm on a low-cap diet. Do you have any non-sugar desserts you can offer me instead of A, B, C, D or X, Y, Z? Or you can also say to them, Do you have any kind of dessert you normally offer diabetics who don't have sugar? And again, you might get some idea from that and be able to order that low-carb dessert if that's available when other people are ordering their stuff as well. Number nine, if you're eating in a buffet restaurant or in an all-you-can-eat restaurant, please remember that this podcast is about changing the habits of a lifetime that have not served your health goals. And it's in all of us to think if we're eating in a restaurant, there's a buffet restaurant or all-you-can-eat restaurant, we always think about getting our money's worth. Remember that getting your money's worth doesn't mean eating until you're close to bursting. Don't look at what anyone else is doing with the overflowing plates and plates and plates and plates and going back and back and back to get second and third and fourth helping just because it's an all-you-can-eat buffet or some kind of buffet restaurant. Do you? Do you? You can still get your money's worth by simply enjoying the fact that there are a big selection of low-carb options cooked by someone else and enjoy the wide variety of food available. But make good choices. Choose your good protein, your good fat, your dark green vegetables, and enjoy eating your food. Don't feel like it's only getting your money's worth if you go for second and third and fourth helpings and heap your plate full of food. No, that's not correct. You're trying to change habits of a lifetime. Also, remember what we've discussed In previous episodes of the podcast, including the last episode, take a picture of your plate when you're eating in a buffet restaurant because you're going to have that lying imp saying to you, go on, have a bit more, you haven't eaten enough. When you've had more than enough and you actually had quite a lot of food, but take a picture so you know exactly what you've eaten and gauge how much food you're eating number 10 make dining out about the company and spending happy times in lovely environments with loved ones and of course i'm not saying food is not important food is very important but by making good healthy choices that serve Your health and lifestyle goals, you're not missing out on anything. And on the contrary, you're gaining a wealth of health benefits as well as being able to go out like everyone else and have fun and talk to people and have a laugh and catch up and enjoy yourself as well as enjoy your food without feeling like, oh, you don't want to go out, you're reluctant to go out because you don't want to spoil your diet. You can have it all. You can go out and enjoy yourself and still be on your diet. Again, everything we've talked about today, there are all things that you can do when you're away on holiday. And I appreciate it can be a bit tricky when you're on holiday and you want to enjoy your holiday without ruining all your hard works. And being away from home can be a tricky time especially when you're on a low cap diet but again like we've seen from our discussions today and from our discussions last week on passing you can eat out you can just make careful choices be it in a restaurant be, be it at parties be it at buffet wherever you find yourself you can have fun and still eat without destroying all your health choices make your holiday all about experiences laughter fun with family and friends sightseeing walking loads swimming pools swimming in the sea and stay on your weight lane stay on your diet lane imagine how proud of yourself you feel knowing that you have banished the habit of a lifetime of seeing holidays as time of excessive eating and drinking. Have fun. Having fun doesn't necessarily mean all about the food and drinks. Make it all about the love and experiences and come back from holiday refreshed, vibrant, without that heavy feeling of knowing you've added a huge amount of weight on that frenemy that is the weight scale. And how about coming back with actual weight loss? Now, that's a thing of marvel. I like to keep it real on the podcast so I appreciate that there might be another option some people may choose to take. This is clearly not my preferred option. My preferred option is for you to go on holiday and if you're still in weight loss mode to stay consistent, enjoy your holiday and try as much as possible to stay on your low carb lane. However, Keeping it real, I appreciate that in the last two or three years of COVID lockdowns and people not being able to go away. I'm just going to go on holiday and do whatever I want to do and sod it. I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat and I'm going to come back and get on track when I come back home. This is, of course, a choice for you to make. It is a strategy that can work for some people and might not work for others. For example i always have family staying at mine for around a week over christmas and we always have a wonderful time so i'm just going to share my experience of what happened to me and um, in one of those christmas times i had lost a lot of weight and by the time my guests arrived at mine on the 21st of december with me weighing less than i weighed when i was 16 years old I had a game plan of eating whatever i wanted on christmas day and then getting right back on track from boxing day i failed hopelessly on the 23rd of december with all the masses of junk in my house available for my house guests and children that were staying in my house i struggled to get back on track every single day and on christmas day i ate whatever i wanted and i struggled to get back on track until they left on the 28th of December. And I was hosting a New Year's Eve party and struggled to get back on track between the 29th and my party with that imp saying, oh well, just start in the new year, you know, you're going to spoil it anyway for your party, might as well start on the new year. And the moral of this tale is that even in the new year, I struggle to get to pre-Christmas weight and it will take me countless months, countless painful months to get anywhere near the weight I was on the 21st of December. Just because I decided to get off my lane, to do whatever I wanted to do, thinking that I had enough in me to be able to just get right back on it. And yes, of course I do have it in me, but just that time, I just couldn't do it. So if you choose to eat whatever you want when you're on holiday, make sure that on your return, you block out your diary and make sure that nothing you haven't cooked touches your mouth until you get back to your pre-holiday weight. And I mean, be militant about this. Be militant about this. And please, whatever you do, don't make the mistake I made and allowed myself to stop being as strict as possible without losing all the holiday weight. And whatever you choose to do when you're on holiday, whether you choose to stay on your low carb lane or to be a bit more flexible or to be a lot flexible, whatever you do, own it, do what you choose and own it and have an amazing holiday. Have an amazing guilt-free holiday. Enjoy yourself. You deserve a wonderful holiday. That is all I have for you today. Have a great week and I hope to see you next week on the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Bye for now and take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. If you like this podcast, please do me a huge favour and like, subscribe, share with your family and friends and please review this podcast so that other people can find us. Please see our show notes for any links referred to in the episode. If you wish to connect with me on social my Instagram is Bells Low World. That is B E B-E-L-L-E-S, Low Carb W O R L D. I hope you join me next week for the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Have a fantastic week, and thank you. This podcast is for informational purposes only this podcast does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Thank you.